Hi guys, this is Psych Teacher John. Uh, so we had a request to talk about the difference between mean and median. And even though this is a little bit of a tangent into um, psych stats, right? Um, you know, we can always talk about it. Uh, if you guys like this sort of thing, we could definitely do more of it. But let's talk briefly about mean versus median. So I think for most people, what you think of when you think of uh, the average is really the mean, right? So what you're doing is you're getting a set of scores, you're adding them up, and you're dividing by the number, okay? So for example, the, the average between say, I don't know, 20 and 40, right? So you add 20 and 40 together, get 60, divide by two, and then you get 30. So the average is 30, okay? That fits everyone's sort of intuitive expectation of sort of the typical score or the middle score, something like that, okay? But then you also have the median. So it's a little bit of a different game. It's basically where what you'll do is you'll take the scores, you'll line them up from lowest to highest, right? And the score that's right in the middle that's the median. So for example, if I had 1, 5, and 10, the median would be 5. But if I had 1, 2, and 10, then the median would be 2. Okay? And of course, like 1, 9, and 10, the median would be 9. So the median doesn't really respect like whether you're very close to one extreme or the other. What the median respects more is just what's the number in the middle, whatever that score might be. Okay? So an example of this is kind of contrived, but I think is really useful, is the following. So you're planning a lesson plan for, say, uh, a bunch of kids, and one of them is 1, 10 of them are 2, and then let's say one of them is like 80, okay? So if you use the average to kind of figure out, like, how should you make your lesson plan, who should you target, you would get an average of around 8 or so. So that's not going to work very well, right? Because the 1-year-old and the 2-year-old are going to be completely lost. Um, the 80-year-old is going to be completely bored. No one's going to be happy. But if you use instead the median, then that low score of 1 is going to be thrown out, that high score of 80 is going to be thrown out, and then the middle score is definitely going to be one of those 2s, right? So what ends up happening now is, is you make a lesson plan for 2-year-olds. Now the 2-year-olds are happy, the 1-year-old's left out, the 80-year-old's bored, but everybody else is fine. So maybe another example would be the following. You're looking for a house, uh, you kind of have this ideal price range, and you're checking out this area, and you find that the average, so the mean, the average house price is way above what you'd like, okay? So that could be the case, but it could also be the case that say 90% of those houses are exactly in the range you want. But there's kind of this gated community with a bunch of affluent people, and that little community, you know, the house prices are way through the roof, okay? So what's happening is even though 90% of those houses are really what you want, that 10%, it's skewing the average. So the super high scores are dragging up the average, okay? And that's kind of what we saw with the example of the kids and the 80-year-old. That one outlier, that really high score or that really low score, it drastically affects the average. So if you use in this house example the median, since 90% of the houses are in the range you want, I'm pretty certain the middle score is exactly in the range you want, right? So looking at the median, you would think, oh, yeah, this is exactly the sort of place I want. Uh, another example where you can see this come into effect is uh, you know, when you think of um, funding or like political boundaries, or things where like, um, you know, you want to serve underprivileged communities. So what ends up happening is, is that you go and you, you're trying to figure out what communities need the most support. So if you're using the mean, and you're not careful about where the dividing lines are, this could be really bad. Because what can happen is you can have a region that really needs a lot of help, but it happens to overlap a region where you have a lot of well-to-do people. So then what's going to happen? When you compute the average, it's going to make that area seem like it's doing fairly well, when it might not be. Okay? However, if you use the median, then you see that most of the people in there would definitely need support. Okay? So again, 
a lot of examples where you'd see this where the median is more useful, but then again, there are examples where obviously the mean is more useful. And in particular for my MCAT students, you know, when you're looking at scores, you know, a good thing to look at is the median. You know, if somehow the average comes up, I wouldn't pay too much attention to it because people on the higher end, they're going to be lifting that average up. They're going to be skewing it. So if you kind of want a more realistic picture in terms of, you know, where does your score sit? How does it compare? I would definitely use the median. Anyway, hopefully this helped. If you guys want more of this, we definitely can do more stat stuff. But um, I'll see you guys soon.